listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. Hey, Denver. Chris Lopez here. And Stacy and I have gotten great feedback on the AD series we published a couple months ago. And as we discussed in the series, we're going to keep more content and more relevant content coming to you in 2022 and beyond. So part of our plans for 2022 is doing a quarterly update on ADUs, just news, regulations, stories we hear. And Stacy has the list. Good morning, Stacy. Morning, Chris. I'm excited to do this. Me too. To get into this rhythm of doing quarterly updates. Because in terms of real estate, you know, ADUs and Airbnbs are kind of like the most fast moving part of the real estate market and have the most uh, just news articles and, you know, so local with everything. Yeah. And there was actually a lot of news about around ADUs in the last couple of months. So I'm excited to kind of go over it all. Well, let's run now because I think you had four main news points with the fourth one, I think, being most fun to talk about. So <laughs> that for last. So starting at the top, Stacey, what are we talking about? Yeah, just more um Denver area neighborhoods are getting on the docket to be approved uh, neighborhood-wide for ADUs. So on the first article we have from Business BizDen is um, West Denver neighborhoods, including Barnum, Barnum West, Villa Park, um, also West Highlands and the Regis neighborhoods. All of those uh, districts are pushing for ADUs to be approved uh, neighborhood-wide, no matter the zoning. So what exactly does that mean? So they they are they're putting a proposal forward to who? The proposal goes forward to city council. Okay. Um so these are all neighborhoods inside of the city of Denver. Um so we've seen Sloan's Lake do this, we've seen Chaffee Park do this. Um so other districts are getting on board so that it is the idea is to help ease the process of getting your ADU built so that you don't have to go through the rezoning process on top of all the other requirements. Okay. So this is uh, all these neighborhoods. They're putting their applications forward to the Denver City Council and the Denver City Council will approve or not approve? Yeah. So the city council members um, each have districts. And okay. so they, you know, they're proposing it um, and then they take to the full vote of all the council members, basically. Okay. On behalf of their district. What, um, what's your uh, what's your call? Are they going to get approved or not approved? Definitely going to get approved. Um if they haven't already, I haven't seen an update if they, if it, cause I think it was going to go to vote maybe in January. Um, okay. So West Denver in particular, they're doing so much work there um, to promote ADUs and to help um, people stay in their neighborhoods. So West Denver, I think definitely no problem. Um, the other, the next article we saw was actually that the East Colfax neighborhood. So on the other side of the city has been approved. So that is the third neighborhood in Denver to get ADU approval um, for the neighborhood wide. Great. And so once they're, once these neighborhoods are approved, uh, as long as meet the other requirements for lot size, setbacks, all that, they don't have to go through a zoning a change to get the ADU approved then. Exactly. It's okay. one less step, little less time, little less cost. So it's slowly helping the process. All right. Well, let's peel some of that red tape back. <laughs> all right. So article number two. Yep, that was the one. Sorry, I jumped ahead. Just talking about East Colfax. Um, so that's another neighborhood where we're seeing a lot of development. Um, just the city's really focusing on uh, that area. So that's been that one got approved in December. So and, that was the third neighborhood in Denver. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, just they pointed out that there are currently um, 
about 2,000 single-family parcels in that neighborhood that now are now approved for that you could put an ADU on there. Cool. And do you have any idea, like, as these get approved, and it might be truly with, like, Sloan's Lake and Chaffee Park, like, what impact is it having on, you know, ADU permits being pulled and the, and the pipeline, or is it too early to tell, or... Yeah, definitely. I think too early to tell. We do have some data points on ADU permits that we'll talk about a little further down so we can kind of see the how many have been pulled in the city. And okay. that's in one of the further articles. <laughs> All right. Number three. <clears throat> Number three. This is another Denverite article. I thought this one was interesting because it's a little bit the opposite of what we've been hearing. Um, so this was about um, a ADU request in a more suburban neighborhood of Denver. Um, apparently the first one. And we don't know the neighborhood though. It just said um it is Southeast Denver. I can't remember which neighborhood. Okay, but Southeast Denver. Yeah, where it's you're still in the city, but it's a little bit more suburban. Um and there was pushback um because not exact you know it's not the same type of lot. Um I just found it interesting because it's actually a much bigger lot than you see in the city, but doesn't have alley access. Um, so it's a little harder. You know, how do you get to the ADU? Um, and so this one, I guess, is being put to a full um, council vote. So it's still it's still in line with the Blueprint Denver, which is what was passed that ADUs will be mm-hmm. allowed everywhere. Um, but it, this neighborhood in particular doesn't have the neighborhood-wide zoning. Um so I just thought it was interesting to see what that 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 there's a different opinion in, you know, different parts of town. So it sounds like the 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 factor here that changes is it's it's more suburban. Mm-hmm. It's bigger lots and no alley access. Yeah, that was That's kind the of that was what the article was stating. You know, this particular home, I think, had some other caveats of, you know, the type of owner and the neighbors maybe didn't get along. But in general, I think it's a, a good example of. Because I guess in my mind, a bigger lot seems like, well, that makes more sense for an ADU. You have more space to put a little house in your backyard. That's my logic. (laughs) But um, there was some pushback. So it'll be interesting to follow and see what happens with this one. And it sounds like it was the first of um, request for the area. So do you know how big the lots are in this neighborhood? I don't. I mean, this one said 17,500 square foot lot, which is huge. That's huge. Yeah. That's almost three times the normal Denver lot. Right. So I think in the in the suburban areas they're probably more like nine thousand, maybe mm-hmm. you know slightly bigger than the, your standard sixty two fifty lot. But this seems like a you know double lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anywhere where the, like seventeen thousand square foot lots are the norm. Right. Right. Not okay. in the not in city limits. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Want to make sure I wasn't missing something there. Yeah. Um. Great. So article number four, which I think uh, sounds like you're the most <laughs> excited to talk about because we got some discussions about this for the podcast and a quick note before you jump into there you guys want all the details and links to these articles it's all in the show notes we got the blog post in there so click it and we can get you all the exact details and links to all these references so i know you've had some updates on was it short-term rental laws yeah so yeah this is specifically around adus and short-term rentals um another article that was put out by Denverite. i found this interesting so there was an article put out on january 12th um, talking about, can you short-term rent your ADU? And it went through all the, you know, rules and regulations. And the, the short answer is yes, you can. Um, but then like 10 days later, the city of Denver put out this announcement 
reiterating the rules around short-term renting your ADU. So I'm wondering after this article was published, if there was a lot of questioning or uh, stuff going on. So uh, interesting to see those two come out so so close to each other. Um, so what did the article say? Yeah, so the article was saying, um, you know, are all these ADUs that are being built being used as short-term rentals? Um, and the answer is no. Um, so according to the city data, there's about 2,100 little over 2,100 active short-term rental licenses. Um, And then it says, since 2016, 227 ADUs have been approved um, and out of those, approved to be built. And out of those 227 ADUs, less than 40 are being used as short-term rentals. So that puts it at 16% of ADUs in the city of Denver are being used as short-term rentals. So about 16% of all ADUs in Denver are licensed operated short-term rentals. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, then it goes on to talk about, you know, what's allowed and what's not allowed. Um, this is the Denverite article? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, this is the Denverite. It, it, it's in both the Denverite article and this um, kind of notice that was published by the Short-Term Rental Committee of the City of Denver. I, I don't remember the exact name, what they're called. But um, so one of the main points was, so you... You cannot live in your ADU and Airbnb your main house. That is one rule. Which is stupid. <laughs> I am in agreement with you. I don't <laughs> That's underst- my professional opinion. <laughs> I don't understand why that needs to be a rule. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody has different life circumstances. So I think you should have be able to choose. Do you want to be in your house or in the ADU? I think it has to do with the language around it. Like an ADU is meant to be an accessory dwelling, not a primary dwelling. Um that's semantics, so it seems silly. Um, the, so the next bullet point is um, <clears throat> whether it's an attached ADU, like in your basement, or a detached, um, you still still have to, oh, this is part of it, still have to live in the main unit. Um, so whether it's attached in the basement, I'm sorry, attached in the basement or detached, regardless, you have to live in the main unit, which is the the so, bigger house right. and like the main street address. Exactly. So you really, they're limiting, you can... Only short-term rent the um, the ADU per- portion. But later down, it says um, you you are allowed... This is, it gets a little confusing. Um, let me find it here. Sorry. Because you, you can rent... You can short-term rent your main house also, but not at the same time. So it's, it says here, you can have a license issued for your primary dwelling... And then you can um, short-term rent the main dwelling and the ADU, but you can't to to one renter. So you could do like one stay for both houses, um, but you can't- To the same guest. To the same guest, yeah. But you can't short-term rent the main house and the ADU to different guests Mm. at the same time is what it sounds like. That's kind of getting into the weeds here. But again, it just seems like, they put a lot of thought into this and I'm not sure why, you know, we need these stringent rules around how you're renting it. And I I mean, from a high level, like, I mean, the the gist of the short-term rental laws in my mind for Denver is it has to be your primary residence or not. Right. Which is like, I think the the number one rule at the litmus test, either you are or not, Mm -hmm. and you can legally short-term rental, you cannot. Mm -hmm. If it's the house you live in, whether you live in the ADU, the one one ADU or the three two main house, my mind, like, why does it matter? But I'm not on whatever council it is, so. 
Yep. And that's my opinion. Yeah. I, I totally am in agreement with you. I think it's just, there's so much detail around these and I, I'm trying to wrap my head around why, why does that matter so much? Um, you should be able to kind of use your property within what's legal, you know, of living on site, how it works best for you. This was interesting. This here's where the data about the number of ADUs being built. Um, so 2019, there were 71 permits um, issued for ADUs. Um, and that was the highest number they'd seen since 2010. And then it dipped in 2020 with only 54 permits. And then in 2021, they saw 64 permits um, for building ADUs. That's still, I mean, overall, that's still just such a low it's number. It's a very like, low number. It's not going to move the needle on more affordable housing or housing mm-hmm. in general, like right. 50 units a year, 80 units a year. Yeah. So it's really good to see, though. I oh, don't, yeah. I don't think we've actually dug into those numbers. So it's a lot lower than I expected. Um, yeah, especially for all the buzz you're on ADUs right. and all that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's great that it's something that's zero, but yeah, you know, hopefully get in triple digits soon. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the, the other caveat, which again, does and doesn't make sense to me is if you have a duplex, you cannot um, short-term rent. You cannot live in one side of the duplex and short-term rent the other side. That is considered two separate primary dwellings. So I think we, you know, we've known that, but they just reiterated it here that, so you can short-term rent an ADU, not a duplex. Yeah. That's been the rule for a while. Cause we get that question like every <laughs> other week and we've checked, I think a half dozen times with Denver. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just, always the same it's, answer. Well, it's again, one of those things, like it, I think it's semantics. They're saying that a duplex counts as somebody's primary dwelling an ADU doesn't, but it does. So I don't <laughs> If you can have a long-term renter in an ADU, then that becomes their primary dwelling, right? So it's confusing. Um, let's see. And then, oh, here was the last portion of that um, about whether you're short-term renting your main house, the ADU, you know, you can't do them at separate times. You can do them at the same times. If you get your license, um, which the city of Denver requires with the ADU address on it, which in here, the article it states typically has like a 0.5 or be like your address is 400 South Main Street and the ADU is 400.5 South Main Street. Um, then you can only short term rent the ADU, which that makes sense because it's attached to the address. It's, it's attached to the address. The applications have worked right. Um, but if you do it in your in the primary, then it sounds like you can do both. Oh, so the. Uh... The, the pro tip might be to do yeah. the primary, then you got flexibility. Exactly. Assuming you still stay, fo- still you know, following follow all the of these detailed mm-hmm. regulations. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's a lot of nuanced stuff there, Stacey, but I mean, great job breaking it down, presenting it. Thank you. Um, and of course, for listeners out there, like, you know, this is, we're not the authority on here. We like this. We learn this ourselves. We pass on what we learn, but always make sure you reach out to the local, you know, Denver or your local government to double check what you can or can't do. Just yeah. take our stuff as, as commentary. We'll link it because the Denver is actually really good about has like a whole, you know, FAQ page on specific ADU short-term rental questions. So I think it's definitely becoming more common that people are wanting to do this. So they're really outlining it for you. Great. All right, Stacy. anything else on the updates for this quarter? Oh, the last thing that's kind of cool is the city of Denver is um, putting out a committee uh, around ADUs to kind of discuss how they can further implement the Blueprint Denver ideas and plans. And so if anyone's interested, you can go on their site 
for either apply to be on the committee or for email updates from, you know, what they're talking about. So, so this is a, a new committee that mm-hmm. they're starting to just help spearhead ADUs. Exactly. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you going to be on the committee? I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Um, awesome. Stacy. thank you so much. Great facts on here. Great points. I'm looking forward to getting to rhythm of doing these updates with you because this is all good stuff. And, you know, me and a lot of people around town, we're interested. So thank you. Definitely. Thanks, Chris. All right. Viewers out there, listeners, guys, any other questions, reach out to us. But your best starting point is to start with the ADU course that series uh, Stacy put together uh, a couple months ago. Link in the show notes, but it's a four or five part series. And we're adding more content this year that builds upon that course. So we'll see you next podcast. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.